It was beautiful. Let's pray. Oh, Lord, come and abide with us. Help us to experience the wonder that this night represents. You coming down and becoming one of us and taking the form of a child and doing so in a manger. These are things that are too wonderful for us to fully grasp. But would you meet us here right now? Holy Spirit, come and help us to experience this night. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, you know, even as I say that, uh, we stumbled into this party. Um, those of you who are part of our church, you know the story. We were planning to have, like we did last year, as a portable church, we have to kind of go with what is available to us. Um, and we've been all over the place when it comes to uh, Christmas Eve services with times and locations. But uh, we had our plans all set for this year. And then we found out, nope, they're going to be closing hard stop at noon on Christmas Eve. And we're like, we're not going to have a Christmas Eve service at 7 in the morning. And so we kind of stumbled into, well, what if we did the 23rd? And what if we had a party and all these things? And, and it looks like it's turning into a beautiful night. And we're so honored that you're joining us here today. Um, but I, I have something that may be a word for one of you. Um, perhaps you just came here, you kind of stumbled into this. Maybe someone drug you here because you're going to their party or maybe she's really cute or he's really cute or something, right? Um, or maybe your parents made you be here or something. It's my hope and prayer that maybe you'll experience a surprise here tonight too, that you'll sense something real, that we're not just gathering here because this is tradition, but because Jesus Christ really did come. And it's my hope and prayer that you experience some of that tonight with us. And just in case you're wondering, even though we had to change to the 23rd, tonight is technically Christmas Eve. You know why I say that? Because we believe the Bible here is God's word. And in the Bible, the new day begins when? At sunset. So at 434, Christmas Eve started, and we're among the first in the state. We're early adopters here to uh, celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I want to thank the band for preparing the wonderful music. I want to thank the people that prepared this wonderful room. Thank all those who were out there ordering animals and setting up broomball and getting hot chocolate. And thanks again to all of you for the honor of celebrating tonight with us. And it is my hope and prayer that tonight we can all slow down, just hit pause on everything else, and experience the wonder of this moment through these songs and as we open up the scriptures here together on this holy night. Night. I mean, I... I I have a bias. I, I love to celebrate Christmas Eve at night. And I believe that night holds a special significance in the Bible. Uh, the Israelites were delivered out of Egypt, when? At night, out of slavery in Egypt. And the Lord's Supper was instituted at night. And we often forget that Jesus, although we celebrate on Easter morning, he rose from the dead at night. And when the angels appeared, the shepherds were out in their fields watching their flocks by night. And so there's something special about gathering at night, especially a holy night like this one. Now, as a church family, we've been working our way uh, through this passage in the book of Isaiah. And we're going to read from that again here tonight and then look at one last uh, title here for our Savior. And so I'm going to be reading right now from a passage that we've read each and every week during this series that we've been in all Advent. This is from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 9, verse 2. It says this, The people who walked in darkness had seen a great what? A great light. 
That's what we're going to focus on tonight. The people had walked in darkness. They'd seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. Now, what I'd like us to do is if we could turn off all the lights we could possibly turn off in here, I want us to get this room a little darker, a little darker, to talk as we talk about light. And if we were taking notes like we normally do, no pressure to take notes, anything tonight, but if we were taking notes, I'd ask you to write this down. A great light is hard to miss. Isn't that true? A great light is hard to miss. If you are outside on a sunny day at noon, you can find the sun, right? If there's a thunderstorm and a lightning bolt strikes, your eyes go to that lightning bolt. If you're driving on 694 at night, maybe some of you guys are going to pass them on the way home. The Shoreview Towers, you can see them for miles and miles at night. And kids, how many of you can see a light in this room right now? If you see a light, can you point to it? Point to it. Look at that. It's easy to find lights when it's dark. And if I was asking you to take notes, I'd encourage you to write this down. A great light is even harder to miss when it's what? When it's dark. And when Isaiah wrote these words, he was walking in darkness. At least the people were. And the time that was to come was going to get even darker for the children of Israel. After hundreds of years of military occupation and oppression, after hundreds of years of silence from the prophets, after the first temple in Jerusalem had been destroyed and the new one had been corrupted in an age of violence and poverty, God kept his prophetic promise and he sent a light. And that light came in the form of a child And this is the other passage that we read every week during Advent. We read this passage from Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. For to you a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be on his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Thanks. Rick is in the house. It's dark. I didn't see you there, Rick. How you doing, brother? He knows some scripture. Brother Rick knows some scripture. Over the last four weeks, we've looked at how every one of these titles was fulfilled in Christ. And people were drawn to that great light. Because he was all of those things, people were drawn to Jesus of Nazareth. And as we pause on Christmas Eve to fix our eyes on the great light that he brings, I want to bring this full circle to where we started this series. With this invitation from Isaiah, he says this in Isaiah 2.5. He said, let us walk in the light of the Lord. Let's not just gaze on it. Let us walk in the light of the Lord. And walking in the light of the Lord, it's different than just gazing at a candle. It is much more akin to soaking in the rays of the sun. Let me say that again. The invitation to walk in the light of the Lord is less like a philosopher pondering candlelight than it is an oak tree or a sunflower or a watermelon soaking in the light and the rays of the sun. Each of us are as unique as the fingerprints on our hands. And when we shine, as God shines through us, each of us brings a different intensity, each of us brings a different color, and each of us brings a different location. And if this time we could turn on the lights again, kids, now point to a light that just came on. Did you see how the lights came on? Are there any colors that popped on? Yell out a color if you saw a color. 
blue. There's blue lights in here now, and later there's going to be red lights, and there's yellow lights. Every one of us was designed to shine. And God wants to shine uniquely through each one of us. In fact, he says this through the prophet Isaiah, Isaiah 49, 6. I'm going to make you as a light for the nations that my salvation may reach the ends of the earth. And what does that mean in practical terms? What does it look like? It looks like Jesus. It looks like Jesus. Jesus who came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Isaiah writes this in chapter 58, and someday, oh, I want to do a whole series on chapter 58 of Isaiah. He says this, if you pour yourself out for the hungry and you satisfy the desire of the afflicted, then shall what? Then shall your light rise in the darkness and your gloom be like the noonday, and the Lord will guide you continually. You shall be like a watered garden, like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. I want to encourage you to not just gaze upon the light, but to soak it in tonight, that his light may shine through you. Here's my last question for you as we bring this piece of the service to a close. What if those who walked in Shoreview and those who walked in Moundsview and those who walked in Roseville and St. Paul and Minneapolis and wherever you're from, what if wherever you walked, people could see a great light? Wouldn't that be a beautiful thing? What if we all became wonderful counselors and we became a source where people could come to for God-honoring, life-giving wisdom because it came from God? What if people could see that mighty God is still at work today, changing lives, changing hearts, doing things that we could never do on our own? What if we became an even tighter-knit family where we truly did look to God as Father and each other as brother and sister? And in this age of division, what if ours was a community where people could look at us and say, you know what? They have peace and they pursue peace. As we reflect that great light that appeared in Bethlehem 2,000 years ago, may we be respired to and respond to God's call through the prophet Isaiah. It says here in Isaiah 61, arise and shine for your light has come. So at this time, if you'd be so kind as to take your light, if you have one, and turn it on. We're going to sing some classic songs, and as we do, let me please pray here for us. Lord, it took an act of will for us to turn on this light. We didn't make the light happen. We just flipped a switch. Lord, I pray that we wouldn't have the off switch on when it comes to really reflecting you, and I, I, forgive me for the clicheness that that sounds like, but Father, I pray that your Holy Spirit would speak to those hearts that need to hear that. May we allow your light to shine through us like never before this year. Casting out the darkness that is within us, lighting our path forward as we make decisions and helping us to become the people that you called us to be. Fathers, we now join voices that are going to be singing all around the world in every tongue and tribe and language. May we honor you and the birth of your son, Jesus Christ, through these songs. In Jesus' name, amen.